Thanks for calling Castell Insurance. This is James. How can I help you? James, this is Joey Gingola. Mr. Gingola. What's up, man? Man, just another day in paradise. What's up with you? Not much. How you doing? I can't complain. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Gingola. Let's get into it. probably uh, a little bit of an abnormality whereas we visit with our clients face to face probably 90% of the time if not once maybe more than once during the transaction so that's a big difference compared to a lot of people that I've seen you know since joining IAOA probably four years ago I've come to see that there's more than one way to skin a cat and we're probably a little different in that sense I'd say so I'd say so that was my buddy James Castell of Castell Insurance in Squim, Washington. And uh, yeah, okay, that's not something you expect to hear every day. And, and real quick, yes, I had the opportunity to meet James at IAOA's Innovation 19 in Las Vegas for the very first time just a couple days ago. Uh, a lot of fun, fantastic to actually get to shake hands, say hello to James. Uh, and here he is on the podcast. Amazing. Very first time. Fantastic. I can't wait to get to this. And man, 90% is a pretty freaking high number. And you're going to say to yourself, you're scratching your head to yourself, man, I can't remember the last time I, I met with that many people face to face. And I'm conflicted because one, it's awesome to be different. And that is certainly different from what you would expect in today's world. Uh, at the same time, uh, I can't help but think, man, James, you're just, you're wasting, you're wasting efficiency. Uh, I don't think you, anyways, there's just, you would think that there would, there might be similar different ways to achieve kind of the way that they're, you know, attempting to skin that cat. And I don't know, maybe there are, maybe they're not. It's just the way that they've done it. It's the way they do things and from what I can tell, it's working, and we'll get into that a little bit more in the show here as we understand exactly who they're going after and why it probably makes more sense for this particular type of client. And it is, I will say, warning, a little different than what we generally talk about here, and, and it's really more in my lane than anything else. And it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm pretty excited about it. But just the idea of being face-to-face -face with somebody and it's easy to kind of get lost in all of the things. And I'm, I'm one of the biggest proponents of trying to replace that face-to-face. -face. So this seems like, boy, we're just going to have a good old time with this, but I'm not, I don't really want to because, um, again, I'm, I'm pretty sure from everything that I can tell that it is working. And, you know, if I've learned one thing in again, 200 and this will be 75 episodes of this particular show and countless other episodes, uh, is that, Really, it is up to the agent, the agency to find what works best for them. And and this is something that, you know, again, I think what I've learned and what we'll come to learn about James and the way that they operate is that they're very they're highly efficient to allow for this to happen, right? They're 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 very organized, they're very streamlined, they have their ducks in a row, and when these face to face visits take place, 
is 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 they've, they've 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 there's a lot of prep that has gone into them. There's a lot of you need to have these things ready so we can make the most of our time together. And it's not just again, it's not it's not nonchalant. It's not you know casual. It is down down and dirty, right to business, talking insurance. I mean, I mean, there's okay. Hold on, I don't want to I don't want to give that impression. But there is there is a level of organization. There's a, a level of urgency that. Um, is present from what we can tell, and we'll get to that again in a, probably a future episode. However, James, I have to know, I got to dig into this. Why did you pick what appears to be one of the most gruesome ways to skin a cat? A couple of different reasons. One, much better rapport, closing ratios, when you kind of track some of the data of people that actually take the time to come out and make it a point to actually review coverage. They're already halfway in the bag. All you got to do is pretty much not screw it up and be in the realm of competition and they're ready to do business as opposed to, you know, the looky-loos who've called out 10 different places because they... They're just shopping for rate. These people have come and sought us out because of, you know, basically brand and reputation. First, we have to pay respect to the first Looky Lou reference ever in show history. Fantastic, James. I can't believe he got it in there. And it's just amazing. Second, I think you're right. I mean, when you think about it, of course, in the land of video proposals, in the age of video proposals, in the land of Joey's always talking about doing videos to replace that face-to-face interaction, I mean... Again, there ultimately is no substitute for the real thing, and I've all, again, I'm always a fan of you know what I would maybe consider necessary friction, as as far as you know qualifying somebody to be you know a legitimate um, you know client customer, and certainly if they're willing to you know actually physically sit in your office, that's a pretty good indication that they they're 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 going to buy and like you know. Um, it, it is going to weed out the, here we go, looky-loos, as James calls them, to the point that, you know, you just have to not screw it up. And I would imagine, I'm just guessing, I would imagine, maybe I'll have to follow up with James on this, this probably also plays a, a factor in the retention of these clients as well. Again, as, as they're demonstrating the severity of their intent and what they're hoping to do with your agency, you know, there's a good chance that, again, once you've had that face-to-face interaction, you know, that's something they're not going to forget in a 12-month period. Possibly. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's just how they do things in Squim, Washington. Maybe it's just a face-to-face town. And I do think, you know, maybe maybe some of the demographics will play a little bit of a factor here. As, as James does say, they are a small, ruler t- ru- ru- more rural town. There we go. Blah. And... It's certainly important to know your audience, right? To understand who you're talking to, who you're selling to, and 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 really be intimately in tune with the needs and wants and desires that they have, that they're aware of, and maybe that they're unaware of. And that that's again, it sounds like maybe some of that's at play, but again, I don't think we'll fully understand until we hear. And maybe I should just stop assuming, James. And and I guess you can ultimately just tell us. But I mean, what does what does that what does that client that person you're going after actually look like? Well, again, unique situation. Whereas our in-house, we offer this will be near and dear to you, your heart. We offer health insurance, primarily Medicare. We got into the ACA when it came on, and we crushed it. And then, being in a small rural county, we only have two ACA carriers. 
the primary one stopped paying commission. They told us if we wanted to stay afloat, we should just charge a broker fee. So we ended up getting out of that. Just because we were seeing in office, we were seeing 40 to 50 households a day for ACA enrollment. And when you start doing that for free, it just it didn't jive. So when you say who are those people, we have a pretty sweet spot with the soon to be or just recently retired folks that are moving to our community because they need new Medicare insurance. And generally, since they're moving, they need new home and auto as well. Well, there you go. That makes a lot more sense as the you know soon to be Medicare crowd certainly is more accustomed to this type of interaction and possibly will seek it out whenever possible and or necessary. Uh, Again, however, we are operating in an environment where this will only, I would imagine, decrease with each year, but I know James is aware of that. Uh, So yes, perfect, because not only is it the Medicare crowd that is, um, you know, looking for, you know, possibly that, that interaction, there, we're also dealing with somebody that is new to an area, and again, I'm just I'm just doing some quick pop psychology, if we will. Here, this I don't know. Let's just see what happens. Uh, they're dealing with a community in which they might not be familiar, so that might resonate. And this is why I think it is working very well when you're when you're doing dealing with that you know person that is relocating. They're 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 cr- craving possibly deeply the ability to connect with people in this new community that they've adopted. And James has got a plan in place to not only just sell them that one policy, but pick up the home and the auto. I would imagine, I didn't really clarify, right there on the spot. So you're dealing with three policies that are needed immediately because again, they're moving, they're relocating. So one, two, three, that's a pretty profitable situation right there. So if again, you're efficient in, in what they're prepared for. If expectations have been set, if you're ready to do this thing, and you can knock out three policies that are going to kind of combine to be a nice premium, sure, you can spend probably 30 minutes a day with those folks. And again, let's not kid ourselves. That premium there in those three policies is probably about what might happen in a you know, decent small commercial setting and God knows how much time and effort it takes. Certainly there's face-to-face time, I would imagine, in that process, depending, I don't know, speculating. Um, Again, it all depends. But as you can see, the more that you break it down, the less crazy it sounds. I'm sorry, James, I didn't mean it to sound like it is crazy, but it is just something that you don't hear that often. But if you are smart and strategic about it, you can make almost anything work for you. And I guess the one thing that I would say that I would, I guess I don't know why isn't happening is some type of, maybe it's too late for this. I don't know. Maybe it's not some type of retirement financial planning situation in the mix as well. Maybe it's, maybe it's a little too late. Maybe they've already done that. They, they've got a guy back, a guy or a gal back where they you know originally were coming from. And, you know, it's just something that is already kind of forgotten, but I, you know, I, I can't imagine that you couldn't, you know, maybe, possibly get in a 401k rollover, uh, any sort of, you know, maybe knock out an annuity. I don't know. There might be something available there to where if you, if you really knock down the fourth or the fifth product, Hey, you're really in business and you're just ultimately really taking care of everything. Because again, I, again, I didn't really get into tons of specifics, but let's just say, you know, James is using that, that face to face as a solidifier and that maybe, you know, not every line of business, 
you know, maybe that transaction isn't actually happening on the spot. So again, they're just, they're slamming the door shut with a, you know, with a nice warm handshake, a high five, possibly a hug. And then, you know, circling back and saying, well, we'll, we'll go ahead and get these applications in for these other policies, you know, not in a face-to-face environment. So they're ultimately maximizing that time, making it the most effective to really, again, create that brand and have people seek them out and really kind of crave and covet the experience that they are offering. And they're doing it in a way that isn't really expected. And that might be all that's really needed. I'll tell you what, hitting insurance conferences in back-to-back weeks really redlines your tolerance for nonsense conversation. And there's a ton of it. It's overflowing. It's overwhelming. Just the amount of it that seeps out just really happens out of nowhere. It's almost unavoidable. What I mean by that? Well, there's just so many surefire things that you are pretty guaranteed to have happen when interacting with human beings for the first time. And I tell you what, I'm just, I'm not going to have any more of it sometimes. And, you know, there's the go-to, you know, hey, nice to meet you, fantastic. And then it gets into the, so uh, so when'd you get in? Oh, yesterday? That's that's a good call. I mean, you probably should have came in a couple weeks ago, but yeah, coming in coming in yesterday, that was, that was probably good. You do that a couple hundred times. Uh, and then I love the, I don't know, I don't know why. I mean, because most of the time it says on the freaking thing that you're wearing, hey, where are you coming from? Where are you coming in from? Oh, Cleveland. That's cool. No, not really. When we think about it, no, it's not any cooler. It's less cool than most places that I could say. And uh, I just don't get it. It's just a whole bunch of nonsense. And I mean, I, I, I know it means well. My favorite, my ultimate favorite is when you're not really sure if you're actually gonna stop and talk with that person, or if it's just gonna be a, hey, great to meet you, and then you keep going, you barely break stride sort of thing. Uh, Cause like, I'm ready to dig in for at least, you know, 30, 45 seconds, maybe a minute if we really have some time to, to settle in. But, you know, there are people, I don't know, it's weird. I don't know if they think that you're not prepared or committed and they just wanna make sure that they get out first to not overstay. And it's this nice little dance that you do. And it's always fun to watch it kind of crash and burn. I certainly did it a handful of times because again, I always like to, I don't wanna, I wanna be rude, but maybe people don't wanna to talk to you. Maybe they don't wanna, again, get hurt. They don't wanna be the one that lingers. But man, I tell you what, I've had my fill of that for a little bit. And it's certainly, you can kind of go down the list of knowing somebody's just really just pushing all those buttons to, to kind of get out of the thing. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy it most of the time. Not really. I think you know what I'm saying. If you want to be prepared for all of those awkward social encounters and so much more, head on over to elevateconference.com because that is rapidly approaching. And there are still tickets available, so grab them while they're still last. March 24th, 25th, 26th. It is going to be one of, if not the most dynamic, anticipated insurance conferences in the industry. So much good stuff. And really hope to see you there. Have a chance to catch you guys there. Have an awkward conversation with you. Possibly rush out of it. I'm not entirely sure. Anything really can happen. But I will most definitely ask you when you got in and where you're coming from because you have to do it. Elevateconference.com to do that today.